0: You're listening to the Fade to Grey Network. Hey, these are the movies that molded me. These are the movies that molded me. J- I love the movies. J- I love the movies. Hey, one love. Hey, I like the movies with the boobies. <laughs> <coughs>
1: That's right, we're back again, back again live for day two of the Big Tent revival. And if you enjoyed Hallelujah. the last hour with Michelle from Mental, we have her back again on Movies That mold Me. She's a blast and she, you know, she's going to bring the wisdom on Nick Cage for us. <laughs> Damn,
2: that's a big thing to live up to. And, wisdom we,
1: can, Nick Cage. and we can see you now too. This is I
2: know, right? This is what I look like.
1: <laughs> and as well as JT Barnett um who I'm super excited to have on. I met JT and the the free Joe Exotic uh, Facebook group and um uh, we just were messaging back and forth. He uh, apparently he, he lived at and filmed. Uh, so he lived at the zoo with, with Joe and filmed most of the original Tiger King. I'm going to let him introduce himself. Um, he's, sure. he, you know, he's as well as I, like, you know, producing. Yep. Go ahead. JT. i
3: am JT. I, I, I've produced and shot a lot of film and television. I produced cheaters for 10 years for Bobby Goldstein. I left cheaters in about 2009. I started producing with Joe uh, working on his reality show in 2012, uh, I shot the original Tiger King show, produced and directed the original Tiger King uh, sizzle reel and pilot uh, for A&E. I was filming when Saf had her arm ripped off, Ooh, and uh, which also incidentally killed our pilot. But uh, thank God Saf's okay. And uh, other than that, you know, I, I, I started uh, after the accident, I filmed just maybe once a month or... You know, not as extensively as when we were in the, uh, a bigger production. Uh, but I would visit, you know, do a photo shoot or something with Joe and, or, or the animals, or I would bring people in from out of town to do, to play with baby tigers or whatever.
0: So this is two Joes that you've worked for Joey Greco and Joe Exotic, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't work for Joey Greco. I was a okay. field producer. So gotcha. I guess in theory, Joey Greco would work for me. There you
0: go. Or when I'm shooting. Greco. Did although really greco used to
3: hate my shows we would always we would all you have to google cheaters and inside edition if you want the answer to that but okay
1: i uh, <laughs> i can't disagree. um oh man that's joey,
3: joey 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 loved it but he used to always i, I all my segments and the stuff I, I i produced at cheaters were always big action high sequence crazy stuff so when joey would come in and see it was a a bust that i had for the evening, he would always be like, oh man, <laughs> what, is, what are we doing tonight? Um, but uh, yeah, I actually been visiting with some of my friends at Cheaters. I, I think I'm going to uh, uh, do some, I'd love to do some stuff with them again. So I've been talking to them in the past week or so. so
0: That's incredible. You know,
3: it's, uh, <laughs> it's where I got my start. So it kind of feels like home.
0: Yeah. Whenever uh, I was a manager at Chili's, uh cheaters came in the restaurant <laughs> to bust up a mm-hmm. you know a, a a cheating situation i suppose and yeah that mm-hmm. was uh that was a very interesting situation <laughs> that's my experience with cheaters
3: <laughs> yeah it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun
0: <laughs> yeah yeah, almost cool. as
3: entertaining as the tiger king
0: oh my god that <laughs> is definitely something that's been sweeping that's the hard to do right, to be a, more <laughs>
3: uh, yeah yeah that's <laughs> a that's a huge challenge i mean uh when we were shooting the show in 2013 we knew it was a hit i mean obviously it's just too too many different things such an entertaining train wreck but you know <laughs> minus the murder for hire plot of course um, <laughs> that the series has but other than that it's the same thing you see in the docuseries you know shows bigger than life personality. He, he cared for animals and, and he, he, you know, he took in the dregs of society and in the end that bit him in the ass, you know, they set him up and stole his zoo and, and, uh, and, and, and and entrapped him in this horrible plot. But yeah, you know, free Joe exotic, there's a great movement going on. Uh, he's got a great team behind him out here. Uh, Eric love his executive manager and Patrick, his power of attorney, uh, Francisco, you know, his his lead attorney, these guys are all 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 badasses. So uh, I wouldn't doubt with all the reversible errors that took place in this trial and all the huge problems that, you know, if he doesn't get pardoned, he he'll easily get an appeal or a new trial or, I mean, the whole thing's a mistrial. When you look at it, I'm yeah. just a layman, but
1: you can see uh, it on the show. It's, it's all it's set up. You know, yeah. In that
0: Jeff, Jeff that. Lowe says as much, you know, I mean, come on, mm-hmm. what else do you need? <laughs> right.
3: It's amazing that they get so much facts in there. I, I, I just, uh, you know, I applaud the docu-series for getting the fact, you know, but being brave enough to show the fact that Joe is shut up. And also to combat the horrible lady in Florida, you know? Right. Like, uh, 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 I think uh, she's used this money to water a bunch of seeds and create a monopoly in big cats for years. And I know, I hope all the politicians and elected officials and people that have taken her money over the years now see that this was all just blood money. So, hopefully, they reevaluate those relationships, but you never know, man.
0: Yeah. I've said it once and I will say it again. I hate that bitch Carol Baskin. <laughs>
3: Carol fucking Baskin. And if anybody, <laughs> her husband whacked him. <laughs> oh my god, that was
2: amazing! A <laughs> little thing, that mu- music video thing.
1: <laughs> if yes, anybody's yes. gonna pardon uh, Joe Exotic, it's gonna be Trump too. So, <laughs>
3: <laughs> especially when he realizes it's gonna win him the reelection because everybody loves <laughs> Joe, so they're like, "Fuck it, just <laughs> go ahead and pardon Joe." That's what. Forget the pandemic. Forget the economy. Forget all. All these other you know the all the injustice all over the world just pardon Joe <laughs> <laughs> that'll 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 get you another four years yeah, so yeah. we need so, we need the Tiger King
1: I was really glad to have you on JT and honestly after we do this show we can talk about maybe having you on to gray and get more into your backstory people know and sure and- like, cause I I, I love you guys' movement. What you're doing now, and it seems like you're seems like you're gaining some ground. And a lot of it has to do with your editing and producing, and you know, like getting just getting the word out there. So
3: I'm I'm just a hustler, man. I'm just a button pusher. <laughs> I push buttons for a living. That's what I do.
1: <laughs> I push up the button and it makes music. <laughs> so. We are, and right now we are live and I have shared this into a couple groups and I shared it into the free Joe exotic group. So I don't know if the admins are going to allow it, you know, but, but Hey, we're going to talk, uh, Tiger King. Well, there, oh, uh,
3: there's only 350,000 people in the group. <laughs> and in defense of that, a post comes in every second, Oh yeah, I'm not exaggerating Yikes. every second. A post needs approval. As soon as you approve one, there's two more. Like the you know, so it's
2: exhausting.
3: <laughs> they they got a great team of mods and, and admin and, and a great admin in there. It's a so. great group.
1: It really is. It's a it's lot a of good fun. Group.
3: It's but a good group. It's a good group. I mean, yeah. We'll have to make sure we get Christopher back in there.
1: <laughs> I miss it. <laughs> yes. so, the um,
2: troublemaker.
1: But yeah, so Nick Cage. They they have chosen Nick Cage to play play Joe Exotic in the Joe Exotic yes. movie. What do you think about that? JT. Hey.
0: Dude, I
3: like Nick Cage and he's a big A-list movie star. Like, uh, you know, people talk about his acting and sure he's got an old people change over the years, but like Nick Cage came through like the best area of of, of the time period of Hollywood almost ever. I love classic movies and I love black and white movies, but none of that stuff compares to actually like 1990s movies when we really blew shit up and employed (laughs) a thousand people. You know what I'm saying? Now they ruin it with superhero movies and it's all digital and yeah. it's so much better. Now, you, granted, the, the best films are a mix of digital and CGI. I mean, CGI and, and practical effects. Right. Um, you, you know, but you just can't, you just can't, I mean, how is this for immersion when you're really blowing shit up around your actors? Uh, I mean, this is, this. and Nick Cage came through the we're going to blow shit up era of films. Like, this is where he got started and became huge. I mean, um so yeah so yeah. i like nick cage i mean nick cage is a big name for joe there's a lot of different projects out there i think he'll do joe, joe Dusk. i think joe will like this i mean joe's got to be a nick cage fan you know what i'm saying oh, yeah. uh, we we never discussed this but i mean he he lived through all these these big movies i'm sure we're going to be
1: discussing Talking
3: today uh, in fact i looked i could take a short little section of years where i'm like okay <laughs> These are every every one of the movies I like is mm. gonna occur between a well, short time period.
1: I think one um, of my movies may not be on your list then if if you say that.
3: Yeah, yeah. I did like you know Fast Times at Ridgemont High was his yeah.
1: well, 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 let's, let's slow, we'll slow oh, the roll. Get, get well, the let, Cheating, <laughs> no cheating. Well, that, well, that Chris, go ahead and like. I'm
3: fishing. Oh, quick, I got you. Quick, I was quick, fishing play. and I got a nibble. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> quickly establish uh, ground rules for anybody who's listening online who maybe has not checked us out before, doesn't know what Movies moment is all about, and all right. and then we'll. uh, we have a little game to decide who goes first, me or Chris, because it doesn't matter. Well, I don't think it even matters anymore, Chris. You know what? In fact, I am such a good guy, I'm going to go last. All right, I like I, that. I prefer you over me anyway. So just explain the the gun <laughs> rules real quick. Oh my goodness! And we'll let all right. kick it off. All
0: right. So, movies that molded me is a game show podcast where we all come with our list of top three Nick Cage movies. Uh, whenever we Uh, give our movie. We all vote on it based on the gray scale, zero through five. Uh, The scale can be pretty subjective. It's based on your taste. Uh, And then at the end, the person who has the movies with the most points will win the game. And in the process, we do create the top five Nicolas Cage movies, of all time. It's going to be incredible.
1: <laughs> and if somebody has the same movie you do, you both will get the exact same points. That's and right. And you kind of just moves, moves things along. So, and if um, you haven't seen the movie, you can't vote. And I have three movies, and I guess if I'm going last and they choose all three of my movies, then I'll just be like, Tally up my points, (laughs) pitches. So, we're going to let Michelle go first.
0: Michelle is going to bring her (laughs) ladies (laughs) first, her number uh, three favorite Nick Cage movie of all time.
2: Um, I don't know. I was trying to rate them here. I don't know. I'm going to go with Gone in 60 Seconds.
0: Gone in 60 seconds. Tell us a little bit about the movie. (laughs) My movie Uh, was Gone
1: in 2 seconds.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just like
2: that. Um, Basically, Guy's family is in trouble. He has to steal cars to get him out of trouble. um, And they destroy a really badass car, which is a very big tragedy, in my opinion. Um, But in true Nicolas Cage fashion, he does save, I think it's his brother, if I remember right. It's been a while since I've seen it. But I think he, he saves his brother's life.
3: I think they destroyed like a dozen cars in that. Well, they thing. did, but there was wasn't there
2: that it was like a Mustang, wasn't it? I think it was a Mustang.
3: They, they destroyed like literally a dozen of them oh. a dozen or twelve—and two or three were wreck them em ups, and then that's such a one shame. Would roll up and look nice, and
1: that's a shame. <laughs> so, so this movie was shot or released in two thousand. And I remember at that point in my life I was a huge Angelina Jolie like fan When I say fan, you know, spank bank material type fan. Oof. And uh her blonde with the dreads in this movie was probably my favorite Angelina Jolie like role as far as I mean it's not it wasn't like well acted. I mean the movie wasn't <laughs> the movie wasn't about the acting. It was about the action, you yes. know. And so the, the the plot it wasn't an original plot. Um, but yeah, I, it made my list as well, Michelle, Michelle. And so, um, what would you give it? Um,
2: uh, and you said zero to five is the scale, right?
1: Correct. Five being the best zero being
0: the worst.
2: Just, I, see, I'm going to give it a four because I really liked the car chases and stuff in it. Wow. So I'm not a big Nicolas Cage fan per se, but I mean, I like the action part of it. So
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. JT, what would you give gone in 60 seconds? A five. A
3: five. Oh wow! Damn.
1: Shoot. Okay. I, I, well. I'm
3: a car guy. I'm a car guy. <laughs> <laughs> and Tina Jolie. Like it's got amazing stunts, and and like the the whole thing is like a giant stunt. I mean, it, it's a great film. It's a great film. Okay. We can talk about it more later. Yeah, it's going to be on my list.
0: <laughs> well, okay. go ahead. If it's on your list, go ahead and t- yeah. tell us more about it. Yeah. Which one would this be? What what position would you put it's, this in?
1: I'm going to put it at number one. Oh, yeah. wow. This is the No, no Wonder was number five. So that makes sense. That makes yeah, sense. yeah. As
3: far as I, I, I mean, uh, Blockbusters, Nick, Nick's had a lot of great, great movies. Actually, I like from the 90s specifically. Um, and this is coming off the tail end of the 90s. Uh, you know, I, I love classic cars. Uh, I love a good crime drama. The movie's pretty well written. It's got a bunch of great characters who would go on to be huge A-list stars, including Angelina Jolie. And it, it even back then, it had it was relevant to pop culture. Like I think Master P had a cameo. <laughs> yeah, a I think so. Yeah. 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 So yeah, Jerry Brockheimer's uh,
1: producer. That you know, it's a, a big name.
3: Yeah, of course. Uh, I, I mean, this is a Brockheimer film, and uh, and yeah, so it's is
0: it my favorite. Nick Cage right. film, very cool. Uh, Omar, this well, was on your list too, right? Yeah,
1: it was on my list, so I'll go ahead and talk about it. I mean, technically, you'd be ahead of me, but it was my number three movie um, on my list, and so I'd give it a three point five on the grayscale. Um, mostly, I I'm not as much of a car guy. They're beautiful, beautiful cars in the movie. Uh, great chase scenes. Um, you know, it, it kind of feels like a pre Fast and Furious sort of thing. Uh, and uh, yeah, so 3.5, good movie. Um, and Angelina Jolie. So,
3: <laughs> Is she the whole three and a half points right there? <laughs>
1: She's at least a point and a half.
3: Okay. Okay. okay I'll give her two points. I give her two points.
1: You know what? You're. I mean, you're right. I, I mean, I should probably, you know, bump it up to a four just for Jolie.
3: Just for Jolie.
1: <laughs> so, I don't love
0: these kind of movies like car chase no. movies and stuff. So I, I apologize. I've never seen gone in 60 seconds. <laughs> I'm sure it's fantastic. Um, so You've that's seen to, it? I've never really? seen it. No. Yeah. Oh my God. And you're a
2: Nicholas cage fan.
0: I didn't, I've never said that I was a Nicholas cage fan. Oh,
2: okay. So. <laughs> I just assumed my bad.
0: <laughs> I'm not saying he's bad. I'm not saying he's good either. I think he's hit or oh, miss. Okay. But um, but yeah, Sagan in sixty seconds is going to get twelve point five points out of twenty on the grayscale. It's not too bad. I wish that I had seen it so I could vote on it. I do apologize about that, guys. So, um, that's going to bring us to JT, your third favorite Nicholas Cage movie of all time.
3: My third Nicholas Cage. I'm waiting for this. To- <laughs> I forgot my. Li- I got. Uh, I I kind of had trouble with the second and the third
1: um both
3: are 90s blockbusters stand by (laughs) i would say uh number three is face off all right okay okay it it, it's directed by john woo Mm -hmm. big you know hong kong action sequences it's really over the top but it goes back to what i'm saying you know we're really shooting all this stuff and blowing shit up and it's just like in an entertainment ride, we don't get anymore. Now we just get superheroes and digital stuff and, it, it, you know, and maybe I'm biased And the more I've worked in the industry over the years. I actually appreciate the film more now yeah. than when I was young, when I saw, I mean, I was young when I saw it, but it came out in 96 or 97, I think. Um, but it's just, uh, it, 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 you know, now that you know, it goes into production and the team, you know, filmmaking is a collaborative art. So now, now that you see how how what a kind of a team and what all had to go into this, and you know it's actually dangerous when you're really blowing shit up. So right. I, I love but Face Off is cool. It's got John Travolta. It's a good action film. Yeah, John it's Travolta. Directed by John Woo, a Hong Kong action director legend. So, so for me, I'm like, ah, oh, Nick Cage is pretty cool. Pretty cool. Swapped his face with Travolta. You know,
2: got
3: <laughs> <laughs> some different dynamics. Um, the story's pretty good, you know, so as my list of Nick Cage films it would be uh, Face-Off was number three.
0: Okay. And what would you give Face-Off? A four. A four. Okay. Fair. All right. Uh, Michelle, what do you think about Face-Off?
2: Yeah, I think I'm going to go with a four, too, because honestly, again, it has Travolta. I like Travolta. Uh, later in life, I like Travolta. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I remember well, when it came Nine Nine out. Exactly. I remember when it... Actually, okay, but I liked him in The Sweat Hogs, too. Whatever. Welcome back, Cotter. So, anyway, but I do like him when he's older. Uh, so, he's a big plus in that movie for me. Um, the premise, a little fantastical, but I kind of liked it, you know. Um, and it kept the suspense level pretty decent. So, I, it was a, it was a semi-decent movie. I'm going to give it a four.
0: Okay. All right. Um, I just watched face off yesterday uh, <laughs> Really? Because, because yeah, it had been a long time since I had seen it. I wanted, I knew it was going to make this list. And so I wanted to make sure I was able to talk about it. And I have to say that while I was watching it, I was cringing so bad <laughs> <laughs> because there's like one scene to kind of to your point JT like you're talking about like not digital effects you can actually see in one of the opening scenes whenever uh Caster Troy like crashes oh there's
3: some there is some crappy digital in it yeah, yeah. yeah. some 90s digital
0: yeah but you can see like after the plane crashes into like the hangar or whatever and Uh, Caster Troy like shoots this FBI guy, like the wires he's suspended on are just so clearly visible (laughs) and stuff. Like, you know, it's, there are some elements of that, that they just didn't do a great job on by today's standards, I think. But like Mm -hmm. you talking about how, you know, actors actually being there with the explosions and stuff and how much better those were visually, like actually kind of makes me think, you know what? I can forgive the wires because you know, they were actually blowing shit up. You know, that wasn't he's
3: strapped into some (laughs) shit. They're like, we're going to sling you over here. 30 feet. Yeah. uh,
0: You know? So So, (laughs) uh, Nicholas Cage and John Travolta. See, here's the deal. I can't stand John Travolta, but I think he did a pretty good job emulating Nicholas Cage's crazy in this movie. He does. Um, And Nicolas Cage, of course, is just absolutely insane. Like every time he tries to, uh, you know, to kill uh, Archer, I can't remember the first name, Sean Archer. Mm -hmm. Every time he tries to kill him, he's like, die! You know, and it's just like so cringy, you know, it's awful. But it's so fun to watch, you know, that it almost makes me like forgive it's like it's like the Evil Dead. The first Evil Dead is so horrible that it's funny Cheesy, and entertaining. But it's hilarious. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Solid so, gold. Yeah. So Face Off did not make my list, but I am gonna give it a three point five. I think it's a pretty entertaining movie. Uh it doesn't hold up as far as like you know, you know,
3: I haven't watched it in years, so maybe I'm just biased. Please go back and watch it. <laughs> it was
0: um, a lot of fun, but it was, you know, well, that's what it's about.
1: Terrible. JT movies, a to me. So we want you to to more call them the nostalgia effect. Yeah, yeah the nostalgia. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And for me, that's that. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Face Off is one of the movies when you think of Nick Cage. It's one of the first movies that come to your mind. Yeah. I feel like mm-hmm. I think so. Right and it, it it may be another one's. Uh, what year did this movie come out?
2: Ninety-seven.
1: No, it was yeah, ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. Yeah, this may be. So this was predates Gone in sixty seconds even. So this may be one of the. Is this one be one of the, like the more? It was one he, of the
3: breakout. It was one of the, I mean, he had a lot of films before this, but that, it was one of the
1: exactly. Doesn't say the that same
3: thing. him to stardom opposite John Travolta. You know. Yes. Yeah, exactly. This crazy criminal.
1: And as far as and, and John Devoto at that point, like you guys say, you didn't like him, but he was popular. He was oh, this is
3: fucking pulp yeah, fiction time. Yeah, like, he was like yeah.
1: A, he's an A list actor, the man. Then and yeah. and Nick Cage, you know, held his own with him. So at that point too, so that kind of that's what p- propelled him. I would, but do I like the movie? <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll give it the same rating as I gave Gone in sixty seconds, which which is. Saying a lot because I like going 60 seconds, but 3.5. Okay.
0: This. Another problem I have with the movie, just really quickly, like even if you were to take someone's face off of somebody, it's not going to look the same when you put them on a different bone structure. But you know, whatever, it's
3: look like Frankenstein. <laughs> Welcome to Frankenstein. That's what I say it's
2: fantastical. It was just <laughs> out there. There's a lot of I don't know, We have some really
3: fantastic shit they put on the TV these days. to oh, so Take my true. whole consciousness and transfer it <laughs> to something else.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe Big. even like a, a gay man running for, uh, uh, you know. Uh, governor,
1: in governor
3: and getting twenty percent of the vote.
1: <laughs> have you
3: That is fantastical.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> have you Facts. seen? Have, have you seen that uh, upload on Netflix? It sounds like that's what you're. Or not Netflix? Amazon Promise Sounds like that's what you're. Oh
3: probably. no! I, you know, there's upload, uh, altered carbon. There's a yes, whole lot of series. That it's, it's, altered, it's, carbon's altered carbon's great. Yeah.
1: Um. First season.
3: First season, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, I like the new, I, I like the newer season, but the first season kicked ass. Yeah, I forget, I forgot both the actors' names. I just drew a blank. Um, Me too. Uh, the, the first season actor played the Punisher a while back. I thought he did a kick-ass job. Oh, and he was also in The Walking Dead. Like, I love this guy. This guy's a great actor.
1: We'll we we'll let ourselves off the hook though because we're, we're, it's, uh, it's not Nick Cage, and so it's not Nick Cage. <laughs>
3: <so I didn't, laughs>
0: <sighs> All right. So, did Face Off make anybody else's top three list? besides uh, JT's. <laughs> so Face Off is going to end with 15 points on the Grayscale. Wow. Not so bad. 15 better, out of
1: 20. Better than Gone in 60 Seconds. I wish that was the most. That's right.
0: <laughs> that's going to bring us to my third favorite Nick Cage movie. And I've, I'm in a bit of, of a dilemma here because I actually have five movies here just in case we were going to do five. I'm glad we're only doing three.
1: Hey, so that's cheating. You can only bring three with you. That's not <laughs> you fair. Or, or I'm changing. got more in his pocket. Here. The funny yeah, thing I got is, an extra one in my
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> the funny uh, thing is that on, yeah. none of mine are, have even been mentioned yet. Uh, I'm going to go with 1997's Con Air. Uh, uh, this is Simon West directed. It's an all-star cast as John Malkovich, Steve Boucher. Give me a minute. So, like- Yeah, no worries. Uh, Nick Cage plays uh, an honorably discharged Army sergeant named Cameron Poe, uh, who is paroled and unfortunately has to be transported on a plane with several high-profile murderers and rapists, and chaos ensues. Uh, It is a typical, you know, big-budget, blow-em-up, big-explosion, you know, fun movie. I would say that this one is actually done better than Face Off, though. Um it's not as cringy Nick Cage is pretty calm in the movie he's kind of playing like the calm badass character which I think he's better suited for because his his maniacal like you know characters just really take me out of the movie but him kind of calming down a little bit actually lets me believe his character a little bit more um so yeah i like this movie it's it's you know very funny at times uh, you even have uh oh what's that machete guy's name anyway uh you have that guy
1: in this movie all-star cast. Pretty fun. All-star machete guy. Yeah. I can't remember his that, that, name. That's though. his name. That's his name. All-star He's machete There's a guy,
0: guy in the Snickers commercial too. Anyway. Danny Danny Trejo. Okay. Yeah. Danny Trejo. So anyhow, um, yeah, I give Con Air just because it is a lot of fun. It's not a great movie, but anytime it's like playing on TV, I'll sit there and watch it. Uh, I'm going to give it a four on the gray scale.
1: Yeah, that's, that's generous. <laughs> 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 is it my turn
0: well hold so on you michelle it? no it's a oh. michelle's turn michelle what do you think about con air
2: actually con air was one that i debated putting on my list i actually liked that movie a lot um but i think you're right nick nick cage kind of stayed in the background a little bit on that as far as the acting like his flair for drama um but john malkovich i mean how do you go wrong with john malkovich He's he, such a decidedly right. evil character always he's uh, he's amazing
3: oh yeah um, john malkovich is dope yeah. yeah,
2: he's he's something else. And, and uh, what's his name? Steve, you uh, Steve, um, just said it. Buscemi. Oh, Steve That Buscemi dude is too. hilarious. He, <laughs> he's just awesome in everything, Conair's even though he's good. so weird. <laughs> um, but I think I, I, I liked it a lot, too. Like I said, I debated putting it on my list, so I, I think I'm going to go like 3.5 on that
0: one, though. Cool. Cool. JT, what do you think about Con Air?
3: I'm going to also give it a 3.5. It's pretty dope. I like it. Um, I like the subdued Nick Cage, the ex-ranger who accidentally killed some people. It's yeah locked up on an airplane with a bunch of serial killers and mass murderers after he's released because I know I'm sure this is how the justice system works when right. it released they're like hey let's take all the scariest motherfuckers in here and put them on a plane oh hey you, are you going home here go go, go sit by this guy <laughs> he ate it his mother a- but don't worry he's going home <laughs> don't tell him you're going home and he probably won't eat you <laughs>
0: yeah it is absolutely ridiculous <laughs>
3: and I like it, though. I like Conair. Air. Con Air is another big budget. Same years. Uh, yeah, 97, I yeah. I debated putting Conair on my list, but I did not.
1: <laughs> well, you guys are very generous. <laughs> very generous. Uh, Con Air, golly. I'll give it a 2.5. Oh. It's higher than I thought mm-hmm. you were going to give it. It's higher than I thought <laughs> I was going to give it, but I give it a, at least a 0. 0.5 for some nostalgia, because when it came out, I did enjoy watching it. So there is that, but I, it wasn't like I hated the movie, but no, doesn't hold up for me. Doesn't, was not one that I think of fondly. Um, but I do remember being one of those things that came on TV a lot for a while. And Uh I I didn't watch it when it came out. I didn't go to theaters and watch it. it And so I ended up catching it on TV and I didn't turn it, but you know, the next time it, next time it came on, I did though. So yeah, so 2.5. (laughs) Okay.
0: <laughs> that means that Conair is going to get a 13.5 out of 20 on the grayscale. Uh, wrapping up the third round, Gone in 60 Seconds uh, has 12.5, so it is in third place so far, followed by Conair with 13.5 and then Face Off in the lead with 15 points. We're now at our second favorite Nick Cage movies of all time. So we'll start out with Michelle. Michelle, what is your second favorite Nick Cage movie?
2: I debated on this one. I- I'm going to go with National Treasure. Okay.
0: Um, God
1: damn it. Why, Why did I ask you on here anyway? Like, oh, if no, no I did too. You're gonna to choose every one of my <laughs> movies. <you>
2: <laughs> Sorry, that's what happens yes. when you give a woman a voice. That's just that's what
3: happens. Was
1: that your husband in the background? That was my it's son. Yes. Right, so <laughs> I was, are
3: you guys making <laughs> Nick Cage movies? Yes. I just heard this question. Are you guys
2: making Nick Cage movies?
3: <laughs> like, why would you do that? <laughs> you What's wrong with you? <laughs>
2: uh, I just, I'm just enjoying the fact that I'm messing up Omar's day. So. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that's
1: um, great, that's fine. I just won't have to. This is less work for me.
2: There you go. See, I, I I like. I actually liked the movie for a couple different reasons. The most being the fact that my kids liked it, and I watched. I liked watching it with them. Um, they had a good. They had a good time with it. I do, however, believe it's got to be one of the biggest conspiracy theory movies out there. So you know, the idea that there's some map on the back of the Declaration of Independence is fucking startling to me. You know, I mean, is it tested? It's it's. I think that they should go check. (laughs) I just do. I mean, because God knows. It could be there. Freemasons and all that stuff. I mean, it could all happen.
1: Uh, So, no,
2: anyway. uh, I just, like I said, I loved it because of my kids. I But I did enjoy it, too. I'll watch it if it comes on. You're Um,
1: distracting me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what do you give it? I'm going to give it,
2: uh, let me see. Uh, just because of the feeling of enjoying it with my kids, I'm going to give it a four.
0: You got it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, JT, what do you think about National Treasure?
3: It's pretty good. Uh, it's a more modern take. Um, it, you know, I like the fantastic stuff, although I I, I thought about National Treasure, but, you know, my, my son did like it also. Um, but I'll give it a three. I'm
0: <laughs> not a, you
3: know, a, it's a puzzle movie. I'm not a puzzle guy. Yeah, I want to blow shit up or you know get get more emotional. It feels like a live action Tomb Raider to me, <laughs> <clears throat> minus Angelina Jolie. So
2: it's, it gets which is marina. of course its downfall. Obviously,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If Nick Cage was just hot, you know. Well, right. I think that's subjective.
2: <laughs> no, One he's hard, right. He's not. <laughs> you, th- you, th- you think he's hot Chris?
0: No, I think Seth probably thinks so, but I don't know.
1: I know. I think he looks like Seth.
0: He's not a terrible looking guy.
1: Um, Omar, what do you think about
0: National Treasure?
1: Uh, It's number two on my list. Um, 2004, it's kind of the height of my Christian insanity, um, which I am a lean towards conspiracy theories, which, you know, there's something to it. And the whole... Obviously, I don't think there's a map on the national back, I mean, back <laughs> of the Declaration of Independence, but I, the Freemasons intrigue me. Um, you know, I, had, I have spent a lot of time kind of like, I don't want to use the word research because most of it's Google and things like that. But there have been That's like, research. You, know, you know, people that have come out of Freemasonry and, you know, had their experiences you know want to share those in fact um, Faye Grey has some interviews coming up with the guy who used to be a 33 degree mason we want, and we'll ask him about, about National Treasure how real it is but that's awesome but um but it's just fun it's one of those things because of my conspiracy mind it was it was a fun movie I enjoyed the second one as well um so yeah, I give National Treasure a four point five on the grade okay. okay,
0: that's actually that's a lot higher than I thought you were going to give it based on what you're saying. But I guess it is your second favorite. So yeah,
1: it's good. I enjoy. Like I still now watching it now. I don't think I can get as into the whole Freemason conspiracy. Although I mean, I, I think a lot of that could have be based in some sort of truth as far as just, but not not to that level and i think a lot of times with conspiracies and and stuff that's what happens is if you make even more fanatical then it's like oh none of that shit's real but you know
0: yeah well unfortunately i have never seen national treasure Uh, i'm not a big fan of disney movies had your son of a bitch yeah i've just never seen it so
2: do you see any of these chris or
0: i don't see disney movies I don't like cartoons i don't i know this is not a cartoon really a but disney
1: do, movie as far as like di- like you, when you say disney movies i think it is a disney there's no though, right? princess <laughs> it's just not my thing
0: i i don't know <laughs> Sorry, uh, National Treasure is going to end up with an that guy, 11.5. I, by the way, JT,
1: don't put him back in that group. You know, we, don't, we, don't need, <laughs> we don't need more people like him. His <laughs> tastes are
2: obviously flawed. So. I'd,
1: re- I'd rather watch Tiger King.
0: Uh, National <laughs> Treasure gets an 11.5 on the grayscale. Uh, that's going to bring us to JT's second favorite Nick Cage movie of all time.
3: Um, it's an early Michael Bay film. It's the, the same time period would be The Rock with yes. Sean Connery.
1: Oh, yes. That's a yes. good one. A
3: good one. This, this is probably, maybe this is even after discussing with you, I'm a big car guy. This, this had a close to be my f- favorite film. Um, I, I like, he's like the chemical engineer. Now, I haven't seen this in years either, but, you know, it's got Sean Connery, uh, one of the original James Bonds. Um, yes. The production's really cool. Like, you know, I, I, I love it. The Rock's a great a great it's written well it's got some great characters dope action sequences oh it's michael bay so you know everything shot at sunset and everything <laughs> explodes so we're only shooting for two hours a day sunrise and sunset and we're blowing <laughs> shit up the whole time during that That so works. so yeah so it would be the rock
0: all right <clears throat> and what would you give rock on the gray scale
3: a four and a half
0: 4.5. Uh, Michelle, what do you think about uh, The Rock?
2: Well, that is number one on my list. Wow. Okay. Um, one of my all-time favorite movies. Um, and and less so for Nicolas Cage and a lot more so for Sean Connery.
0: Um, <laughs> yes, yes, so you guys okay. give
2: points for Angelina Jolie. I'm going to give all the points for Sean Connery. <laughs> um, I don't dig Sean Connery in the James Bond days, but I dig older Sean Connery. So Ed, um, Ed,
1: Harris, Ed Harris too, though
2: yeah ed harris is okay but, he played, oh, a, yeah, but he played a shitty marine and i was a marine so he kind of pissed me off so i was like oh, I, I don't know I, really I like, care like for shitty
1: characters i, I love him yeah man. he's uh, good
2: at shitty characters he's uh, great
1: characters. in Westworld. Yeah, Westworld. Yeah. he's great in yeah he's great in Westworld. yeah um
2: uh, but but seriously that I, I liked i liked the drama of the movie too i i'm I'm with JT. I like I like the sunsets, uh, you know, the sunset scenes. Yeah. I like the the explosions and the intensity behind it and everything. But hands down, uh, the movie is made for me by Sean Connery. So I give it a five.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. The rock, uh, gets a five for Michelle. Uh, I remember the rock I've seen it once. Uh, I do remember going and seeing this in theaters. I enjoyed it. Uh, it's not something that, you know, I think that I, I don't know if I were to experience it again, maybe I would think more highly of it. Um, but it's not a movie that really did much for me. And I do like Sean Connery, uh, especially in, in, you know, his later movies, I thought he was great. Um, but I'm going to give The Rock a three. It was entertaining. Uh, certainly, you know, it's it's got the uh, the feel of that 90s time, which I'm also pretty fond of. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to give it a three. Omar,
1: what do you think about The Rock? Great movie. Great pick. Um, Man, honestly, when I was making my list last minute, I think I would have put it above Gone in 60 Seconds. It's going to get a higher ranking. I'm going to give it a four out of five on the Grayscale. Um, it's... It's just an intense movie, I think, and a lot of that is the nostalgia of it because I remember being so into that movie, especially the end. It was so intense, and he's trying to get that, that exploding ball for it rolls off the end. And you're just like, you know, 1996, I'm 16 years old. This is one that I did see in theaters. And, you know, another action. Yeah, loved it. Great movie. Uh, wasn't so much for Sean Connery for me, his voice annoys me. Um, you act, are
2: not a female, my friend.
1: His, his, act, his, his acting is fine. I'm not going to shit on his acting. It's just I hate when he talks. Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> nope, that's my
1: favorite part. <laughs> um, but yeah, so four out of five on the grayscale
0: All right. That's going to give The Rock a 16.5 out of 20, which means uh, that it is actually now in the lead. So that's going to bring us to my second favorite Nick Cage movie of all time. And I'm going with uh, 1987. uh, Joel Cohen directed Raising Arizona, uh, starring, of course, Nick Cage and Holly Hunter. Um, as High and Ed. Of course, Nick Cage plays uh, High, who is a recovering, recovering criminal that falls in love with a jailer named Ed, short for Edwina. Uh, but, of course, uh, Reformation flies out the window when Ed finds out that she's barren. Uh, So they kidnap a child from a set of quintuplets and chaos ensues, (laughs) which is like a, a, you know, the theme of Nicolas Cage movies. But this is the first Coen brothers movie that I remember.
1: Son, Uh, you have pantyhose on your head.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It also has like John Goodman and it's, it's really good. It's so much fun. And just the, you know, the style of the Coen brothers, I think is, this is kind of where they really like hit their, their stride, where they kind of took off. Um, I really love the feel of the movie, and it's so much. Uh, it's of course it's ridiculous, but it's zany and fun. Uh, and and this is whenever I think Nick Cage was uh, best. You know, like in, in this era, whenever he first Young. kind of started out, you have movies like Peggy Sue Got Married, where um, you know he's not quite a star yet, and he's kind of. I don't know. He seems like a different person really than he did, than he did in the nineties. I don't know if it was too much cocaine or what, but um, you know, he's, he's very likable in this movie, you know, and a lot of movies he's not like
1: this is best acting
0: movie for sure. I don't know yeah. about that, no, but it's it's, good. it is, it's good. it is.
1: He acted the shit out of that movie. It's the a great, entire, it's a great role. And start I love to this. Finish, she acted the shit out of that movie.
0: Yeah. This is a great movie. Um, I'm going to give it a five on the grayscale. It is incredible. So uh, Raising Arizona, that's my, that's my second favorite one. What, uh, Michelle, what do you think about Raising Arizona?
2: Liked it. Uh, It was, but it was just cute to me. It was too cute, almost kind of formulaic. Um, But I did like the movie. Uh, that that would be like a Saturday afternoon. I'm going to go to the movie by myself because my husband would never go see that with me. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm going to give it like a three point five.
0: Okay. Uh, JT, what do you think about raising Arizona?
2: It's pretty good.
3: It's also too cute for me too. <laughs> so I'm going to give it a three.
0: Okay. Uh,
2: We're obviously, and- explosion people.
3: Yeah, well, I need explosions. <laughs>
1: Omar, what do you think about raising Arizona? Well, I think this new format for our game is good because it makes the podcast go a little faster. But it sucks if you're the fourth person because I have not got to bring any movie to the table today. <laughs> was this uh, your number one? This was my number one. 100 percent. Cohen Brothers, um, probably my favorite directors um, at all. And this is—I mean, I didn't even realize this is Cohen Brothers. This was, I was—I was seven years Me old. I was seven years old when this came out, and and so I watched this as a kid, um, probably Same. many times. I, I would say I'm at my mom's house. So I would probably ask her, but I'd say this is probably on her list of some of her favorite movies because I was introduced to it so early. Um, God, it's I just I just the the lightheartedness is one of those movies, and especially right now, it's one of those things. If you guys are watching this live at all. I've not seen raising Arizona, I think it's almost like a must-watch. Absolutely, like, I, I hear the whole. Yeah, it's good. I hear the whole. It's lighthearted, maybe too formulaic type of thing, but it's it has a, a happy ending. You got you got this uh, ex con sort of low life who steals like uh, these rich people's babies because he <laughs> uh, he's just wanting to you know make his girlfriend or was a girlfriend or wife? I don't even remember. They uh, got happy, married. Ha- happy, yeah. and. And, but they try to be really good parents, but they suck at it so <laughs> bad. Know what getting themselves into. It's actually better
3: than I, you know, yeah. it's pretty good. It's yeah. pretty good. I'll give it a three and a half. Yeah! I'll give it, three, I'll give it a three and a half. You're right. <laughs> I thought about it. I had some good memories. Oh my
1: God. It like It's uh, good. The, <laughs> the chase scene that ensues after he's <laughs> trying to rob the convenience store. Because yeah. They can't even afford diapers after they yeah. stole the <laughs> you know and nothing happens nothing happens to the baby you know and everyone learns valuable lessons and like the antagonist character or protagonist whatever like they're not that not that bad sort of thing so in a time like this where um we got enough shit happening in the world that's that's negative we don't need more dark um i would i would say if you haven't seen raising arizona see that fucking movie and yeah. uh, i am not a nick cage fan i am i am excited I'm a fan of the Tiger King. I'm a fan to see Joe Exotic, exotic get pardoned. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, definitely free ne- Joe Exotic. Definitely needs to, like, be examined, if nothing else. For sure, um, yeah. And so, but, uh, but yeah, Nick Cage, I don't know. I don't know if that's who I would want to, to play. I would make, you know, like, I liked the whole David Spade buzz that was going on. Oh, around. that was like, terrible. Yeah, I guess it's too close. Yeah. It's too close to yeah. his, his other character. Jo-
3: yeah, right. but uh, Joe's not, uh, not Joe Dirt. You know what I'm yeah. saying? David Smith is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. it, it, Joe That's was true. actually really smart. It, 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 in all fairness, Joe ha- had a great mouthpiece. He was really smart. Like it, it, he Now, not in a formal education way, right. but like it, it, Joe was really good at what he did. I mean... Yeah. And it, it, it's really tough to. You got a thousand animals. You got to take care of them all week. Uh, I mean, every day. You know, morning, noon, and night. And you know, he did a kick-ass job, and he was pretty smart. Um, I really thought Dax oldest,
0: Shepard would have done a good job. Yeah,
1: Dax, Dax that would, should be that would have cool. been a, an interesting one. Yeah, I can see I'm that feeling,
3: one. I'm feeling Jared Leto. Where are yeah. you at, Jared?
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's Jared Leto. Team.
3: Jared Leto already expressed some interest in the Tiger King when it first dropped. Oh, yeah. Um. Who I do not want to play that character.
1: I mean, it's a great character. Oh my god! He's you can't cool make it. Up. You character. can't make it up. But anyway, so, fucking Baskin. So, but not 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 much a Nick Cage fan. But like I said, that was, in my opinion, like what happened to that Nick Cage. Like you said, is it too much coke? What happened? He <laughs> Something died? happened. He, he got to face off, and he decided he didn't have to act anymore. I don't. I don't. I don't know what it is, but um, but yeah. I give that one a five, five okay. out of five.
0: Uh, Michelle, I'm sorry. What did you give uh, Raising Arizona? Three
2: point five.
0: Okay, you sure you didn't want to bump that up to a four?
2: Oh sure, <laughs> go ahead, give it a four. <laughs> We're just bad. We're
0: Who not going nice. to keep adding your score, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that means that raising Arizona is going to get a seventeen point oh, five. Oh, you manipulated
2: oh. that! You didn't tell us before that it was contingent for number one before you asked us to pad. I feel um, lied to.
0: I love it. I feel raising used. Arizona is going to get a seventeen point <laughs> five on the grayscale, and Jesus. that's exactly where it belongs. I think it's that it's was very
1: awesome. Carol Baskin of you.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! So. I don't even have to ask uh, Omar what his. Oh, you haven't uh, had, you haven't had to ask me once. I know. <laughs> so Omar's second favorite one is National Treasure. So we skip to, to the number ones. Uh-huh. Michelle's uh, number one is The Rock. Mm-hmm. JT's number one is Gone in sixty seconds, and that brings us to my number one, mm-hmm. which it's going to be unpopular, I think. <laughs> but I love Nick Cage's. Uh, like actual acting in this movie more than any other movie i think nick cage was born to play this role and when you watch the movie and like you don't like nick cage at the time but then you watch this movie and you actually like leave the theater going i actually really like nick cage i think that says a lot Uh, i'm talking about 2010 matthew vaughn directed kick ass um, which is generally not the kind of movie that i love oh man
1: Why is it just not on my
0: list? I don't know. It's fantastic. (laughs) But, um, you know, his role in this movie, albeit small, uh, even though he is one of the main characters, um, he plays it so well. And I think that, you know, it's not like maybe people don't remember this movie for Nick Cage, but honestly, I think it's the movie that he does the best acting in whenever he's on screen of course he's over you know overacting like he does in many of the parts but that's the character and not only that you know you actually feel for this character who's in a lot of pain um anyhow it's it's a it's a great movie if you haven't seen it uh it's you know starring uh, chloe grace moretz aaron johnson plays kick ass
1: i thought you were uh, gonna choose left behind for sure hell no <laughs>
0: Hell no. I've never even seen that. I would never watch that.
2: Yeah, nobody's seen that.
0: I have. I have. It's not, <laughs> even,
1: it's not even the best left behind. Oh well, well, obviously. You know that's saying something. <laughs> yeah, kick ass. Cameron out acting on him on that one. Yeah, yeah,
0: I think so too. Uh, but Kickass is about this teenager named Dave who becomes a super, superhero whenever he gets attacked by muggers. Uh, he also, you know, gets hit by a car, which causes him to have several bones replaced with metal. So now he's like, you know, he, he can endure great amount great great amounts of pain or whatever. Uh, but Nicholas Cage's character, uh, he plays ex cop Damon McCready. Uh, whose daughter, Mindy, uh, they help Dave become a better superhero as they work together to take down mafia boss Frank D'Amico. Uh, and of course, chaos ensues. Uh, I love this movie so much. It's definitely my favorite Nick Cage role. Um, I mean, I've, I've mentioned, you know, movies like Peggy Sue Got Married, Raising Arizona. Um, there's also a decent Nick Cage movie that's kind of like. Um, you know, a Scrooge story, the family man, uh, starring yeah. Don Cheadle as well. It's pretty good. Uh, but I, I have to choose kick no. ass as my number Don one. Don Cheadle's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Don Cheadle's great. Don Cheadle is great. Yeah, uh, good. So, so kick ass is going to get a five from me. I don't know what you all think about kick ass, but, uh, I, I'm ready to hear it. Michelle, mm-hmm. what do you think about kick ass?
2: I like that movie a lot. I, I tend to, I tend to, um, I tend to be a big supporter of the underdog kind of mentality. Uh, and so I love that, you know, the underdog comes back to to win the day or whatever. I love that kind of stuff. Um, I, I mean, if I was going to be critical, I can say it's, again, formulaic. But because I like that kind of formula, I'm okay with it. <laughs> um, yeah, I liked it. I'd give it a five.
0: Awesome. Hell yeah. Okay. Uh, JT, what did you think about Kick-Ass?
3: <laughs> I don't remember it a lot. I have yeah. seen it. Once, maybe twice. Me, my son, and I watch a lot of movies. I, I think we liked it. It was funny and shit.
1: You, you probably saw it once, but, but there's the second movie too. So you, you that's why. The you think, one's trash. Don't worry about it. That's why you saw it. That's why you <laughs> think you saw it twice. You, th- he, he, it's I, much the same I was actually again.
3: confusing it with the guy with the, what is the that's dating the girl that has the seven X's.
1: Oh yeah, me. you said
3: kickass. I was confusing it with that one for a moment, but. Then after you, it was the superhero movie. Um, I'll give it a three.
1: All right. All right. That's a decent number. I think that's fair. Omar, what do you think about Kick Ass? Uh, I I think three's a good number. (sighs) What? I mean, I was.
3: I was more at two or two and a half, but I'm being <laughs> nice to Christopher.
0: Thank C. you, JT. From
3: the Free Joe group. So <laughs> I've given you an extra half point here now
1: twice in a row. Thank you, JT. I appreciate that. So <laughs> subtly
2: good. manipulative, Chris.
1: I, mean, I, I kind of want to give it more than a three too. Like. I like how Omar
0: earlier said, oh man, why is this not on my list? And now he's going to give it a three. I'll give it a 1.5. Go
3: one,
1: I give it a 3.3. Three. Oh,
3: <laughs> oh wow!
2: <laughs> That's precise. It's
3: I'll take uh,
1: it. It, it was good. It was one of those yeah. movies I didn't expect it to be good, and I rented it on DVD at the time. I remember bringing it home and, and really enjoying it. It's one of those things. It's it's, but I think it was more because my expectations were so low. I didn't expect <laughs> right. it, and it and it, 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 caught, it caught me off guard. Yeah. Um, but like you said, JT, you can't even really remember Nick Cage's role because he doesn't have a very big role at all. It has nothing to do with Nick Cage. Right? He's in the
3: movie five or ten minutes, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah it's more about the kids and the underdog and stuff. So as a movie, it's a good movie. He's in there A little bit more,
0: but okay. yeah, it minutes. is. It is a smaller <laughs> role. You're right. It really is. So, but anyway, so yeah,
1: he didn't ruin. He didn't ruin the movie. So. <laughs>
0: points <laughs> <Wait> for that <laughs> so y'all need to give me a few seconds to to tally up to do math to, to, to today junior if you guys could go ahead and maybe discuss some tiger king stuff while i'm doing that that'd be nice
1: oh don't pull my leg but yeah so jt tell us more about how people can go and maybe help sign the petition or I know. Yeah,
3: there's a, there's a new petition. You should find the group free Joe exotic on Facebook. If uh, y- you know, there's, there's about 360,000 members right now. Um, uh, a lot of all this, of course, is a special shout out to Eric and Rebecca and uh, Chris Smith for the, the Netflix docuseries, because without docu docuseries, nobody would know the wild and crazy story of the tiger King or, or that Joe was set up, or that that bitch Carol did it. So, I mean, we've gleaned all these wonderful facts uh, over the course of the quarantine from this series about uh, Joe Exotic. Um, As much as the series does get right, it gets a lot wrong. Joe wasn't a drug addict. Joe wasn't an animal abuser. I don't hang out with crackheads or drug addicts or animal abusers. If Joe would have abused animals around me, I wouldn't have fucked with him then, nor would I defend him seven years later. Um, well, can I, not, saying- can, can I ask you a question?
1: Can I ask you a question about that then, JT? Because, I mean, sure. as the, the Netflix series, I mean, that's the big thing for me is like, you know, should he be in prison or not? I'm like, Well, there, there are, they said there are eight dead tigers on his property they dug up or whatever. Five, so.
3: They dug up five dead tigers, which five. they charged him with, which is actually a, a reversible error on the prosecutor's part. Because, first of all, you, you know, we publish bad acts in our justice system. Not You can't say a person's bad. You can't say this is a bad person and we'd lump all these charges against you and then convict you for being bad. Um, you have to punish the individual acts. Yeah. And the prosecutor didn't have a murder-for-hire case. It was set up by rats and snitches and crackheads. Yeah. Um, and so what she did is she lumped in these animal rights charges they came up with to bias the judge, to bias the jury, uh, uh, because, you know, Okay, if it's the murder for hire plot, you know, he, he's a bad guy or whatever. But the moment you start killing endangered animals or whatever, you're a piece of shit. Like, I want to see you fry. Like, for, I'm sure they came back like, oh, you killed some to fry this motherfucker. And to look at, it's ridiculous because Joe worked at a farm, a tiger ranch. Animals die all the time. These are tigers. They kill each other. Like, it, it, I mean, they're powerful animals. They get bit by snakes. They get, uh, you know, you're on a ranch in rural Oklahoma. And to say that in the course of a decade, out of hundreds of big cats, Joe killed five. I I mean, that's ridiculous. These are animals. And Joe didn't kill any animals. If you'll notice, anybody that, me, when the tiger takes my foot, when the 450 pound tiger gets a hold of my foot and starts dragging me around the arena by it. I'm going to shoot that motherfucker. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a tiger. It can kill you. It just, it, you don't realize, and, and you got to realize how your adrenaline, you it's dragging you around. Plus these are, these are not tame animals. These are wild animals. So he's dragging you around like food When's to say one of the other six tigers in the area. So when I draw my gun, I'm, I'm shooting a warning shot, but if the tiger did let go of my foot, like I'm shooting it. I've seen, uh, you know, in Saf's accident, the tri- the tiger wasn't trying to hurt him. The tiger was merely swiping at his arms to play. And that little s- playful swipe removed all the meat from the elbow down in the hand
0: <sighs> oh, because
3: they're so powerful. Oh my God. So yeah, when, it's, it when the tiger dragging <laughs> Joe around by his foot, this is a great example. The, he, what does he do? He draws his gun. He shoots some warning shots to the percussion, you know, to scare the animals. Um and he'll tell you many times. I mean, this is just not something he does. It's, it's ludicrous, and it's a lie that's perpetrated by radical animal rights groups. Uh, PETA says this stuff all the line, you, you know, all the time. PETA attacks people all the time who actually all they do is live, breathe, and eat, taking care of animals. Meanwhile, PETA spends 90% of their money killing animals and, and, and uh, less than 10% actually helping animals. So it's completely hypocritical. Uh, it's, it's completely ridiculous to be honest. Um, uh, to to lump those charges in on Joe, you you know, they did this, this is a reversible error though. So I'm glad they did it because the prosecutor had the weak case and she thought nobody's going to give a fuck about this redneck from Oklahoma. But unfortunately now hundreds (laughs) of millions of people have seen it and now he has millions of fans all over the world. So they have to have some accountability. Uh, I find it unfortunate in this country we have a money system, not a justice system. Mm, you know, if you have the money, you you know it preys on people of color specifically or impoverished on, people, on. people who can't afford to fight the system. Meanwhile, people with money can rape, be pedophiles, do whatever they want, deal drugs. And, uh, and just keep on doing it because they can afford to pay the system.
1: Um, If you're a government, you can sell pot, but not if you are a father of like four.
3: Right. Well, cannabis is just a plant. (sighs) Meanwhile, we could put all these, you know, we get really far away from, uh, uh, you know, and I'm not discrediting science or, or, or pharmacology and, but it's like your body is a spiritual organ, your main, your brain's a spiritual organ. We can talk about chemicals it secretes and everything else. And, you, you know, it's like we can analyze every single part of the atom, tell you the, these are what these pi- different parts do of the atom or cell. and the, But what what energizes that? Where does the energy for that come from in the first place? You know, so there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff that exists outside of us that we, we don't understand. And we tr- try to say we do by science a lot of times. But, yeah, I, I'm not a uh, – I don't know where I was going. I kind of segued pretty far from no. That, that, and,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's all um, good. And like I said, we oh we we're talking about
3: cannabis. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, cannabis is great. Helps a lot of people. Uh, it's just a plant. You know, it's unfortunate it was lumped in the fifties into this reefer madness thing.
1: And a lot of states now are, are moving to so that's not even a, a big deal anymore. It seems like uh, the legalization thing is it's going to happen. So, but
3: well, it's but, legal in half the country. It's legal in half the country. So, I mean. <laughs>
1: <laughs> on what, how- well, well jt what, what we're gonna do because uh, uh, we're ending the time here live uh, and we're gonna wrap things up and we're gonna find out who, who the winners are and like what the definitive top five which i, th- I think is pretty obvious at this point but we'll we're, we're wrap that up but, um <laughs> we'll talk a little bit more off air and like i would love to set you up for like an actual um in our regular show and get to know more about you and talk about some of these issues and, and really dive into some of this free te- uh Joe Exotic stuff. So
3: Yeah, for sure. I'd love to do it. So
1: <clears throat> awesome. let me find know how out. bad I the game. Yeah, a, who won the, yeah, who won this game? <laughs> I'm a loser. I, I think Chris definitely That's did, okay. but let's find out. He just
3: <laughs> <laughs> right. stacked the deck. So uh <laughs> yeah, the guy keeping score
1: one. Yeah. Imagine
0: that. But here's the deal. <laughs> it's,
1: like, it's like Monopoly.
0: He's here's the, the deal is that it normally doesn't happen, So, so, but, but maybe it didn't. Let's see. Uh, coming in at fifth place, we've got Conair with 13.5 points on the grayscale. Uh, mm-hmm. Fourth place is Face Off with 15 points. Not bad. Take his face off. <laughs> um, uh, in uh, third place, we've got Surprise Kick-Ass with 16.3 points. Huh on the gray scale uh, in second place we have the rock with 16.5 and in first place with 17.5 points is raising Arizona. I am nice. super stoked about that list. Uh, all right, let's see who, uh, let's see who lost it, the game. Elizabeth
1: says if Chris wins, it's because he's bad at math Then we're not checking it. <laughs> right. I agree. All right.
0: With uh, forty point five points in fourth place is Michelle. Oh
1: Aww. shit! Well, thanks for being <laughs> there, Michelle.
2: <laughs> is there any consolation prize? Is
1: there? <laughs> we'll have you back on as a guest soon. <laughs> with uh, forty one point five we'll, we'll, points, we'll send you a poor Seth mug if we have. Oh, there, you oh, yeah. there you
0: go. There you go. With uh, with forty four, uh, excuse me, forty one point five points in third place, where he belongs, is Omar. Oh. Uh, well, you took all
1: my movies. In uh,
0: in second place, we've got JT with forty four points, which means that I won this game with forty seven point three points. JT, thank you for the pity points. I'm super Yay. stoked. I'm uh, gonna take
3: those pity points back now. <laughs> win by. At
0: those 05s five, I'd, I'd still win. Hey, okay.
1: Yeah, we give Chris a uh, congratulation. He doesn't win very often, so thanks.
0: And I would like to just quickly say, we did have people watching, uh, but we completely forgot to uh, to take their questions and comments. But Chad Johnson... I, I, I think I... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, really quickly, Chad Johnson said something that I think is probably pretty accurate. He was like, ranking your top five Nick Cage movies is like ranking your top five Joel Osteen sermons. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: There was a lot of chatter about Growing Pains. I think the people were, are listeners were mad that we didn't give left behind more love. Oh god.
2: i'm Going to use that, that one as a joke way. and then before I understood the rules.
1: Never saw it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Guys, oh, I
3: loved it today. Yeah, thank thank thanks so, so much JT, for, for coming in.
0: on. Yeah, I know Maybe we
3: can uh, we could do it again good. I actually do got to d- dip out. Um Yeah. But uh, I had a great time. Uh, I, I look forward to doing it again, and we'll talk soon. Omar,
1: sounds good. Thank
0: you very much, JT. Good to see you.
1: Yeah. All right, guys. Have, have a, a good day. One. Get some rest. Bye. <laughs> You're awesome. Woohoo! All right, I love hey. winning. <laughs>